0: In this bulletin, preliminary plans to develop a global law to reduce plastic pollution end in a split. U.S. Defense Secretary accuses Russia of deliberate cruelty in targeting civilian populations. And in sport, Argentina celebrates as Socceroos players and fans try to come to terms with their defeat. With the latest from the SBS newsroom, I'm Asam el Countries are divided following the first round of negotiations on a global treaty to curb plastic pollution, as the UN talks close in Uruguay. More than 2,000 delegates from 160 countries met for the first of five sessions aimed at crafting the first legally binding agreement by the end of 2024. But countries were split on whether the goals should be global and mandatory or voluntary and country-led. The High Ambition Coalition, comprised of more than 40 countries, pushed for the treaty to be based on mandatory global measures. The United States and other countries with high plastic production argued for countries to set their own goals and independently determine the most important sources and types of plastic pollution. Further details about what a voice to parliament will look like and how it would impact communities will be released before the referendum. Minister for Indigenous Australians, Linda Burney, says Australians will be well informed about what they are voting for. She told ABC's Insider Programme what some of the key features of the voice would look like. Uh, There is some very well-ventilated principles uh, that have been agreed to that will inform the design of the voice Things like it will be representative, Mm. things like it will be accountable and transparent. It will have gender parity. It will represent Torres Strait Islanders. It will have young people. Um, And most importantly, it will be a representative body chosen by Aboriginal communities Mm. and not usurp existing organisations. Ms. Burney added that The Voice would not have a veto right of the Parliament and was rather an advisory body. This comes as the Federal National Party has come out against the establishment of The Voice, while the Liberal Party is waiting to present their position when further details are announced. First Nations leaders are set to have statues built in their honour as part of a new South Australian government initiative. The programme aims to recognise Indigenous heritage in the state, with Labour committing $1 million towards the project as part of their election promise. South Australia's Aboriginal communities have nominated more than 100 people, with the Aboriginal Affairs Minister tasked to select a panel and shortlist six people to be chosen for the statue commemoration. South Australia's Commissioner for Aboriginal Engagement, Dr. Roger Thomas, says many First Nations people thought the initiative would also help non-Aboriginal people appreciate South Australia's First Nations history. Other elders are worried about the plan, fearing statues aren't culturally appropriate or that honouring individuals fails to recognise the importance of community in Aboriginal cultures. The government is set to review the plan and consider recommendations, according to the Minister for Aboriginal Affairs. The United States Defense Secretary has accused Russia of deliberate cruelty in its war on Ukraine. In a defense forum talk in California, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said Moscow was intentionally targeting civilians and condemned the deaths of children and destruction of hospitals and schools. He said Mr. Putin's war is not the result of NATO expansion, but rather the cause of it. A member of the UN Security Council is waging war to deny democracy to more than 43 million people. With deliberate cruelty, Russia is putting civilians and civilian infrastructure in its gun sights. Russian forces have killed thousands of Ukrainian citizens, even as millions more have fled. And Putin's war of choice has given everyone on earth a preview of a world of tyranny and turmoil that nobody would want to live in. A UN-appointed investigation team has said it's looking into whether Russia's attacks on critical infrastructure in Ukraine amount to war crimes, with millions of Ukrainians left without heating since early October. And now to sports. The Socceroos have been eliminated from the World Cup, losing to Argentina two goals to one in the round of 16. Argentina controlled most of the game with superstar Lionel Messi outstanding. He made it 1-0 in the 35th minute. Julian Alvarez made it 2-0 in the 57th minute after Socorroos goalkeeper Matt Ryan was pressured into a horror mistake. But Australia improved after that, scoring through a deflected Craig Goodwin strike that was recorded as an own goal in the 77th minute and twice coming very close to an equalising goal. Soccero's defender Harry Sutar says he feels a mixture of disappointment at losing and pride at what Australia achieved at this World Cup. I think you've seen how much means to us how much effort we put in um, and yeah listen we took it took it right to the end um, but what can i say they're a world-class team um, simple as that if they've got world-class players that can can turn it on an instant like you seen with the first goal um, so yeah listen we're we're absolutely gutted uh, we're so disappointed um, but i think we can be proud of ourselves in the journey that we've had and as the Socceroos come to terms with their defeat, midfielder Jackson Irvine says he's proud the team gave their full commitment to the game. Irvine was emotional when he told SBS how it felt to know they had the massive support of fans back in his home city of Melbourne. When the dust settles on, you know, the, obviously raw emotions of losing the game and we kind of have time to process probably um, the magnitude of what we've achieved here in this tournament. Um, yeah, seeing those scenes, as you say, in my home, my hometown. Um, yeah, so immensely proud of every single player. We, we gave every inch of ourselves during this tournament. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Osama al